When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's Super Bowl 57. This is your Super Bowl. <laughs> Man, it's been seven years since I did Super Bowl 50. Well, you, that's that's very Super good Bowl math. 50. Yeah, yep. I was no, part I don't. of the coverage. Wow. That's right. Man, time flies. But 57, that's your number. Maybe that think mean, of you right away. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. That means somebody got to go to sleep, Craig. I want physicality. I want brutality. That's what I want to ask you, right? I want to ask you now. Now, there's plenty to get into. Obviously, I, I, I mean, what Woody Johnson said or didn't say, you're going to hear that in a minute. Uh, and then the New York teams were present at the NFL Honors last night uh, as the Jets swept the Rookie of the Year awards, which is awesome. Sauce Gardner is going to join us later in the show. One of of course, the, the the guys on the defensive side to sweep. Hall of Famers, Joe Kleckel, finally, Darrell Revis, all that stuff. We got a busy day for you. And of course, yes, prop bets and everything else to get you ready for the big game on Sunday. We got a coach but, of a year. You know, coach of the year, Brian Dayball. I thought I said it, so I apologize that I didn't say it. And some news on Wink Martindale as well. Um but but let me just just to get the game the game part of this out of the way as we get ready now for the Super Bowl. Is that what you're looking for? Because you said you want to see some physicality. There's a lot of talk about it's the best passing offense, the best passing defense. There's legacy talk with Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and sort of establishing himself even more. All the things, you know, the MVP versus the runner-up MVP. We never had that before in a Super Bowl. That was pretty cool. So all those things together, Bart, but do you look at this game and say to yourself, it's still going to be one in the trenches? Like, is this going to be a, a shootout? Could it, is it going to be a fun Super Bowl? What's it going to be? What are you expecting? I mean, that's really what it's all about. I mean, I expect, you know, to be nerves, um, especially, you know, if I'm, um, if I'm Philadelphia, maybe you're hoping to come out on defense. But um, I expect it to be a game that, you know, it's a filling out process, and it's going to be about who has the better game plan, who's going to be able to go out and make somebody have to fight with the counterpunch. That's usually what it always comes down to. And mm-hmm. as much as we want to talk about, you know, how great it is to throw the ball up and down the field, it's going to be established by the run, you know, on both sides. It's, it's imperative that both sides establish the run. And it's going to be imperative that, you know, when you think about Jalen Hurts trying to figure out these zone blitzes of Steve Spagnuolo because he understands that he can't go one-on-one on the outside with uh, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. But what he can do is have simulated pressure based on – you know, disguise. And, you know, how often does Jalen Hurts go through trying to decipher the code or does he just lean on his athleticism and say, you know what, I'm just going to run, right? That's usually like like when you talk about mm-hmm. the game goes so fast, pivotal mistakes. Mahomes is fine. Mahomes can make mistakes and he's used to it, right? He can throw two, three picks. Oh, He almost has the Andrew Luck gene, like when Andrew Luck threw four interceptions or – and came back and won the game. He's not going to – nothing's going to deter him or stop him from being able to, to be willing to pull the trigger. On the other side, Jalen Hurts, if, if it's a couple of turnovers, do they change the way in which they start, you know, playing this game? And can the Eagles play from behind if that yep. happens, right? We know that Mahomes can play from behind because they've done it. 
and they've been in this situation. So you talk about how the Super Bowl is different from any other game because of the breaks, the commercial breaks, the extended halftime. You know, I want to see who's who comes out calm and collective, right? Because you, know, you look up and it's the third quarter, and you know it's a lot of pressure. You know the Eagles are the better team. The Kansas City Chiefs have the better player. Somebody legacy is going to be have have a stain on, and somebody legacy is going to be stamped and cemented. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's a huge part of this conversation is Patrick Mahomes and sort of how you know getting that second chip suddenly now moves him to where we all expect him to go, which is in that conversation. And can he chase the goat and Tom Brady? This the the thing about these two teams is that neither one of them in the playoffs have trailed. They haven't trailed yet. They've had a lead the whole time. So that's going to be interesting to see is which team is going to, you know, obviously somebody is going to score first and then that other team the first time trailing from behind. And and we'll see if the team that does take the lead keeps the lead because that we haven't seen something like that where a team has never trailed and won the Super Bowl and never trailed in the playoffs, won the Super Bowl. You got to go back to 1991 with Washington all the way back then before we've seen something like that. So these are two very good teams going head-to-head and we'll certainly break it down. We got lots to get to on that. Picks later on in the show. We got prop bets for you. I'm going to throw some stuff at Bart. I'm going to give him two options. He's going to pick which one is going to happen. We're going to play some games, have some fun. We want to do it with you, certainly, as well. But let's get to some news at hand because the the, the Aaron Rodgers stuff, you know, will hover over this Super Bowl. There's no doubt about it, right? Like, as much as we talk about Mahomes and we talk about what Jalen Hurts can become, Aaron Rodgers, when this game is over, becomes the most important quarterback that the whole league will be talking about. Because does he stay? Does he go? You know, he's like the groundhog when he emerges from the darkness retreat. Will he see his shadow and stay? Or will he not see his shadow and decide it's time to go? Or will he walk away from the game? There's a lot of things there going on. So obviously, wherever the Jets are, and the Jets, as I mentioned already, were very prominent yesterday around the NFL. Whether it's, you know, Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner sweeping the rookie of the year whether it was two Hall of Famers and Darrell Rivas and Joe Klecko, you know, getting into the Hall of Fame, there was a conversation surrounding the Jets throughout the day, and that's a cool thing. So Woody Johnson was at NFL Honors, and Diana Rossini caught up with him, and it's interesting the stuff that he said. So, Bart, take a listen to some of the things that we heard from Woody Johnson, just starting with the obvious, that this team was very good, but their problem was at quarterback. The weakness was in the quarterback position. You know, whether it was management or whatever, everybody kind of regressed a little bit. So what we're going to do is we're, we are going to look for you know an experienced, experienced quarterback to come in and help us and help develop these other young players. Now, Woody Johnson just making it clear that's what they're looking for. So Diana asked directly, do you want Aaron Rodgers? You want the best quarterback that you can get to lead the Jets. And I think with a good quarterback and our great defense, and the defense will be a lot better with a quarterback, you know, that's actually doing it and a good running game and just what the what the coach is talking about. Our special team is really good. And so well, it's plug and play. I mean, I think a quarterback comes in, it's, it's kind of an ideal situation. Plug and play. The last thing he says, Bart, that I'll play for you, here's Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, asked basically – you know, would you be willing to pay what it might cost to try to acquire a quarterback of that level? Depends on whatever these quarterbacks, particularly if they're free agents or they want to leave, it's up to what they want to do. What do they want to do? And how do they want to structure themselves? Obviously, he's under contract with the Green Bay Packers. So it would- yeah, So you can't really talk about, I can't really talk about him because he's a, he's a you know, member of another club, but yeah. everybody recognizes talent. 
And then, of course, Diana was bringing up Aaron Rodgers, and Woody Johnson made sure not to say the of name, course, but we exactly. all know what he was talking about. So, Bar, very interesting. Woody at the top. Now, again, all this is obvious. We all saw this. The quarterback position was a problem. He did say whether it was managing the position, meaning coaching and everything else, it was a failure. So he wasn't putting it all on Zach Wilson. But it was interesting how candid he was in these conversations. What does that say to you? I mean, I'd say, I said, listen, you have the, you have your, your orders. You have your marching orders. And listen, I'm supporting you no matter what. The primary objective is to get us a quarterback. Everything else is plug and play. We can we can figure everything else out. But the quarterback's going to – if you think that defense is great, imagine how that defense would be with a lead. Imagine how that defense would be when they can pin his ears back, mm-hmm. when teams are having to be one-dimensional. So he's saying, hey, listen, also you talk about our players, they're young. They're going to get better next year. We're going to coach them up. They're going to they're gonna get better. And, you know, this team and this young group should be together for a long time. And we're going to try and benefit – because we have such cheap players at other positions, we're going to be willing to spend at the main position. And hopefully by the time our young guys are expensive, our quarterback is cheap again. <laughs> right. When you get to that point. Yeah. Now I, four, I, five, three, four years, you, you right. got a window with an expensive quarterback and cheap young pieces. You see what happens in basketball, right? Like The same thing that happens in basketball happens in football. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, it'll be other – guys that get bought out, guys that get cut, that would be willing to pay for less money to go play with Aaron Rodgers in the Jets, mm. knowing what comes with if you win in that market, saying, hey, we, I might not get as much money, but if I go play with Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to get opportunities because I'm a veteran. I can be a savvy vet. We see it happen all the time. Look how many people took less money to go play with Tom Brady. That's right. So if, if Aaron Rodgers comes over here, you don't think maybe a guy like Mercedes Lewis, like, you know what, I'll play for the veteran minimum. You know what I mean? Because I just want to get this on my resume. It's an opportunity to win a championship. Mercedes Lewis never won one, right? You know, you think Mercedes Lewis has been in this league so long, but he can be a pivotal piece. He's a great blocking tight end. He's huge. He's about 6'8", and he's a guy that Aaron Rodgers trusts within the system. So that happens as well. Like, we're going to watch him in the buyout market. You already hear uh, Reggie Jackson like, hey, uh, you know, I go to the Bucks. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. same thing Aaron Rodgers has NBA that side. same. Right. Aaron Rodgers has that same effect. So, yeah. Look what happens to that. So just paying a, a lot of money for a quarterback, you still get some some um, consolation prizes as well. Right, yeah. That you won't have to pay as much for others to fill out your roster because guys just want to be part of something that would be obviously special. And, you know, him making that decision that he wants to move on and then the Jets making the decision of no cost, whatever it takes to get him, we'll do it. Green Bay then moves on and has all the, the assets they're going to get from the Jets. And then the Jets can say, okay, here we go and then they can hit the ground, and they become sort of an it team in the league, don't they? I think they become a – They a become an it team. team. I, I, yeah, I'm not it saying that they become the favorite. Is, I'm just saying an it team, right, though, right. and they and haven't the thing, been an it team since right. you played. Right, and the thing is they have chemistry already, so it's not like you're bringing in five new starters like you talk about what happened in basketball. Yeah. They, they're just bringing in one guy. The mm-hmm. culture's already set. The leadership's already set. He just comes in and enhances it, enhances it and say, all right, you guys you know, lead this defense. I'll lead this offense, and I'll, I'll get these guys going and show them leadership, he's going to have everybody's ear because of the respect level because everybody's young. And let's and not forget knows what it's like to have Zach Wilson. And let's not forget, too, that Nathaniel Hackett is already here as the OC, and it's not like a new language for him to learn. They already yes. know it. 
They yes, already speak it fluently yep. with each other. Mm-hmm. So that's an easy transition if this is what he wants to do. 800-919-3776 is the number. It's Barton Hall. We're getting started on Friday, Super Bowl Friday. And Woody Johnson spoke yesterday with Diana Rossini and was pretty, pretty open. Like he yeah. really wasn't – I mean, he was couching it just a little bit, just enough to not get yeah. fined, to yeah, not get in trouble. But it was pretty clear what, what he was saying. Outside of sliding the DMs, we, it was loud and clear what the hell he was saying. <laughs> it was definitely say. loud and clear. I mean, and if you look at it, I, I wonder this, right? Is yeah. Aaron Rodgers equivalent to Kevin Durant as far as what you're willing to give up? You mean four first-round picks? I mean, no. not not. Listen, basketball is different. It's okay. Four, well, what, well I'm four. saying you said equivalent. What do you mean? I'm saying it's this move and what you're willing to give up equivalent to what you're willing to give up for Kevin Durant. Because much like much like uh, Chris, I mean, like Ball, the Suns swinging or, for the fences or, yeah, here, because or, yeah. they feel like they've got they've got all the pieces. They've got a still, uh, you know, obviously in his prime, Devin Booker. They've got a center. They've got Chris Paul, who still, I mean, you know, a little bit left in the tank, but just enough. You know, even though they gave up Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, there's still other players there that make that team still a competitive team and a West that looks like it's open. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Like along those lines? Yeah, yeah. This so elevates them right away to championship status. Exactly. You can't. You know what I found? A championship. You know what I found the most amazing thing though about last night was not what Woody Johnson said because I'm almost like we all feel the same way. Woody does. The one thing I like about Woody Johnson that while you know we're always critical of ownership and everything else, the one thing I always have liked about him is that when he speaks, he speaks like a fan. Yeah. Like, he sounds, doesn't give me corporate talk. Like, he speaks like a fan. Like, I could tell. sounds like Cohen. He cares. Yes. Yeah, it is similar to Cohen. It is. But he speaks like a fan. He cares. And you could hear the excitement in his voice with the anticipation of trying to get Aaron Rodgers. But we you know what else I, I noticed yesterday? As Garrett Wilson was going up to win, you know, to accept the award, for offensive rookie of the year. He could have won it twice too, by the way. Brees would have been Brees Hall was, was could have been there. Yeah. Pick one. But but Garrett Wilson wins this award. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, you know, they're showing highlights and stuff. And then I stopped and said, This guy this guy had what, what four quarterbacks throw to him this year? Yep. Like, think about it for a minute. Garrett Wilson was considered the best offensive rookie in the league. And the quarterback position, the most important to a receiver. Was probably for the jet for the for the Jets. It might have been the worst position in the league. Yeah, and he, that, he, that's he amazing. Three, he had three P. That's why I think people gave him the nod ahead of of, of Alave, right? Because Alave had a uh, you know similar yardage. You know, what I mean, I mean, Alave didn't have great quarterbacks. Either. No, he didn't have. Yeah, well, I was going to say who who was throwing to him. Yeah. But st- but still, just to me, how much does that say about Garrett Wilson and what potential he could actually have? If you had somebody stable throwing to him and taking advantage of all his talents, here's Wilson uh, last night talking about the Jets and, of course, the quarterback situation, which is always the story around. You know, whoever they get, yeah, I'm going to be cool with whoever we got. You know, I'm confident we got the dudes in the room as well. So, you know, whoever they get, you know, I'm I'm just excited to play ball again. You know, I I mean, man, you can assume, you can assume, but, um, you know, I was talking to Namath down there a little bit and, uh, yeah, you know, that's all I'm going to say. It's nothing. That's a good question, though. You trying. You trying. <laughs> he wouldn't touch it either, but I love how he just calls him Namath. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Namath. Yeah, so, <laughs> Mr. Namath. Y'all on the last name basis. <laughs> exactly. It's Mr. Joe. Yeah, like or so or at least something. At least full name. At least he's talking, talking to Broadway. You know what I'm saying? We just you give him a nick, yeah, nickname. That would be nice. But 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 still, I, I, I love 
I love the fact that this guy wins it and quarterback is a major issue because it makes me feel like how much better will he look? How much better can he be if I mean, if you get a stable, just stable at quarterback position? What you're asking yourself is how much better can Elijah Moore be? Because the corner spot is the one that 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 is the one that you know where the most most growth can come. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just say that um, Garrett Wilson becomes better with a quarterback. Right. He's just going to get more attention. So that means that it, his let's say if it, he he had eleven hundred yards this year, let's say his ceiling is twelve hundred. Well, how much more yardage and production can you get out of Elijah Moore if you have a real quarterback and you look up and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe 800 yards. You can mm-hmm. maybe get him to 1,000. Right. You know, maybe they can be like T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Maybe they can be like Devontae Adams and, you know, Devontae Adams and – um, no, not Devontae Adams. Um, what are you talking about? A.J. Brown, AJ Brown and um, – And Devontae Smith. Yeah, Devontae Smith. Yes, who are yeah. in the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, absolutely. 800-919-3776. Let's grab some calls here. We'll get it started. we got Billy and Bushwick. Go ahead, Billy. Hey, how you doing? Um, right. I just wanted to send a shout out to both Jets rookies for doing their thing this this year, and um, I'm very happy they won those awards. And thank you for all the good things you pointed out about Gary Wilson and the quarterbacks he played with this year. Have a this good day. All right, you got it, Billy. I mean, he's it, it's it's quite the story if you think about it. He's a wide receiver who relies on a quarterback more than probably any other player on the field, and he won Rookie of the Year despite the fact that quarterback position for the Jets might have been the worst in the league. Bobby's in Long Island. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, hi. How are you? Uh, Aaron Rodgers' part is a big mistake. He was hurt all of last year with injuries. Okay, he's going to be a year older. He's a diva. The mix with the New York media is going to be bad. I mean, I could see him getting off to a good start, just like Brett Favre. It's going to be Brett Favre 2.0. Why can't they go into the draft and draft? I know they failed a couple of times, but look at the 49s. Why can't they, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, why can't they go into the draft and get a quarterback? And, you know, Garoppolo gets hurt all the time. Carr is overrated. So I know there's nothing else out there. But, so you, you know, Rodgers yeah, was hurt all of last year. There's no other option. Bobby, you just said it yourself. Garoppolo gets hurt all the time. Derek Carr's probably well, going to the Saints. Why can't they go and get a draft a quarterback? They, they can't draft a quarterback this year. They, they just dra- did. They, they drafted, drafted one at number two. two years He's ago. not ready. they, they got to get him ready. two years before that at number yeah. six. Well, or at number three. Well, well, you talk about Aaron is always hurt. He was hurt last year, but he played. <laughs> so ain't that? But he wasn't played very well. He didn't play very well. He almost I mean, got his look team at, to the playoffs. He was not the same quarterback. He almost got his team to the play- Yeah, he you had. You could argue his team he, wasn't very well, good Well, that's either. what's going to happen this year. He's going to almost get him to the playoffs. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so, what, so, what, so Bobby, so what's your suggestion to yeah, fix what it? We got a team that's I ready to win now. Don't what say the draft. Do? Don't say the draft. They they do not have a pick high enough to draft a quarterback. And in so, this so, draft, so, if you so ask the experts, it's not a great quarterback draft. He could pick a second. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have to be a first rounder to be a good quarterback. Oh, so they can't pick one in the first round, so go get one in the second round. Right, find Dak Prescott. One in the sec- well, second the round, first round and he's sec- going to be able to help you this year. You don't have to be a high pick. What you are you talking about? Look at what the – Bobby. Well, there are a lot of what, what, quarterbacks no, in the NFL Bobby, that, that aren't great. Bobby, Bobby, you talk about San Francisco. How, how's, their, how's their first quarterback doing that they drafted and gave up everything for? I, I tell you, but this is – you know what, though? This is too easy of a thing for Bobby to say. Because this is like saying, why can't they just find one in the second round or the fourth round? Or why can't they just find it like other teams have? The rarity of the beyond the second round quarterback that's turned into a star. Yes, the Patriots did it with Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, 
Right, like, like Tom Brady was 25 years ago. You have a guy who was taken number two. You still believe in him. You just know he's not ready, and you got to get him right. So what you need is they is the bridge quarterback, and all you're trying to do is get the greatest bridge quarterback in the history of the game to come to your team for a minimum of one season, if not two. That's really Brett all you're Farr. looking for here. The game ain't even played like. It and was Brett Farr, by Brett the way, Farr was a success career. until he got hurt. Right. He's, he's going to get hurt. Like Bobby's just making it up, man. They well, he's, I think he's just sense. desperate. He's fe- like Bobby's like a lot of fans who but, are worried about going all in on something that isn't a guarantee. When you're asking the team to just keep drafting quarterbacks until you find one that can be your starter, which is literally what every team does. If but it's not a to say that that's what they should do yeah. instead of getting Aaron Rodgers doesn't if make it, sense to me. If it's not a guarantee, it's only for two years. You say draft a quarterback, you drafted one. You're trying to develop him. And right. Aaron Rodgers can help you with it in the present and We're trying to give up on a quarterback. Kid. I'm not ready to give up on that kid. And I think that Rodgers would be great for Zach Wilson. He's He'd be great for him. He's already a mentor. He's All not right. even on the same team. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I wanted to play this for you, though, Bart. So, again, the Jets sweep the Rookie of the Year honors. Garrett Wilson for offense, Sauce Gardner for defense, and Sauce talked about, as he was thanking all the different people in his life, uh, he thanked his mother and also where he came from. It, it got a lot to do with how I grew up, you know, in the area that I grew up in. That's why I couldn't forget to uh, thank Detroit. When I was receiving the award, like, man, I couldn't even explain to y'all, like, the stuff that I went through, stuff I seen, all that stuff, like, growing up in Detroit. You know, and I feel like that's why I'm the person I am today, like, a loving, caring, empath type guy, a guy that loves to laugh and joke a lot because, like, all the, you know, tragedies that I had to go through and seen and all that type of stuff. But I would say my mom first because, you know, she kept me in the right on the right path. 
You know, she never let me fall victim to the streets or anything like that or fall victim to what Detroit is known for. How about that? Yeah, man, perspective. You know, I saw Spice Adams, you know, um, Anthony Adams, who actually went to uh, the same high school on the east side as Sauce, you know, tell him to keep it up. You know, that, that voice of encouragement. You know, also I played with a teammate, Ron Johnson. His school is known for putting out talented players, but um, I think he can, you know, ultimately maybe be the best to ever come out of that school. What do you think of the synergy of him as a cornerback, winning rookie of the year, being an, an all-pro, and Darrell Rivas, your former teammate, getting into the Hall of Fame as a first ballot? I mean, all in I the think, same year, all in the same weekend. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, like you said, like sometimes things change and things turn on a dime, right? Momentum swings your way. And I think it's an opportunity if people are paying attention – the Jets are being honored, and I think Klecko's finally getting the, his just due. Yes, you know, long guys, overdue. It's, it's some other guys that's on that list that I thought, you know, maybe shouldn't have been on that list as early. And I have a lot of ton of respect for everybody on that list. But hmm. some guys that didn't get the opportunity, I'm happy that Rondé finally got in. Rondé Barber, yeah. He should have been the first battle Hall of Famer. I don't even know what the argument was. When you look at the statistics, it's, not, it's crazy. You know what I mean? And he's a Super Bowl champion. So I was happy to see him get in as well because – you know, I, I don't know what the deal is with why they won't let Torrey Holt in and why Reggie Wayne is waiting so long. But I understand some other guys have been waiting, but there's some guys that skipped the line that I felt like shouldn't have. But all in all, I think it was a good week for the Jets and a great opportunity for them to be on the display. And maybe that whole momentum comes and, you know, everybody starts seeing us in a different light and we can change the narrative of what the Jets is all about. Yeah, and that's something that's not easy to do, but you were part of the last time, you know, again, you were able to do it and – suddenly they were no longer making fun of the Jets. That same old Jets had changed for a while, and maybe this is that new generation of it. And I just felt, again, the connection. We'll have Sauce Gardner on the next hour. I'd love to ask him about Darrell Rivas and, you know, if he's got any type of connection or any type of uh, relationship with him at all because, you know, this is – Rivas did come down. Rivas did come down and spend time when he was being honored, when he had his uh, retirement green jacket ceremony so mm-hmm. he did spend time with those guys so I'm assuming it's great. it'd be good to hear from Sauce himself to see yep. what the relationship is like and how he's utilizing his resources yeah I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that conversation so make sure you're with us in the next hour all right let's do some lunch money it's presented by Goslings uh how about we do some prop bets this is all from DraftKings I'm going to give you some props here on the game on Super Bowl 57 and I'm going to ask you to pick the over or the under okay absolutely all right so let's do the obvious ones, the passing touchdowns. They got Mahomes at two and a half. Would you go over or under in this game? Two and a half, so we're saying three? Yeah, so if he's over, it's three, obviously. If he's under, yeah. it's two. Yeah, that's just, I mean, I think I think that you know, Mahomes is going to get three. I think maybe one might be a quarterback sneak or something by him. Or Well, it's passing uh, touchdowns Pacheco. now. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's passing. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying Pacheco, you know, get one. So I think he's going to have to score more than – 21 points to win the game so i'm gonna go over okay over on him what about hurts at one and a half over or under touchdown passing touchdowns over under as uh, the game as a whole yeah for hurts just again passing touchdowns think, over think, under I, one and a half is he getting no, think, two I, or one no, i think he gets i think he gets two it's gonna be this going this game gonna be decided in the 30s man it sounds like you think there's going to be a shootout. I love it. That's what we're looking forward to. All right, receptions now. Your guy, the guy you said when they traded for him would be in the hall would be a Hall of Fame talent. 
Kadarius Toney, the former Giant, over under in just receptions, not touchdown receptions, just overall receptions, two and a half. Oh, yeah, he's going to eat. He's going to eat, and they're going to have some gadgets for him, too. Remember, he's the reverse gadget guy yep. for them as well. Okay. Uh, and how about Devontae Smith? His over-under for receptions in this game is four and a half. So will he have four or five is what we're basically saying here. Now, remember, he's not the main target, yeah. but he could end up being that if you know they get they, if the Chiefs have to take A.J. Uh, Brown out of the game. I mean, I, listen, I, I think it's going to be a lot of passing off, off of uh, play action, you know, a lot of RPOs, and, you know, Devonta Smith is going to be the beneficiary of that. Okay, so you're saying over for him. So you think yeah. he'll get five or more. Okay, you're going over on everybody. Uh, let's go to the defensive side of the football now. Over-unders, this is again from DraftKings. For sacks, Brandon Graham, they have him at. Now, again, understand what this means. So over-under .75. So basically a, a half sack or less or a full sack or more. Brandon Graham? Brandon Graham. Uh, no, I think if anybody's going to get something, it's going to be Hassan Reddick. Well, that's next. Under. Okay, so you're going under there. Hassan Reddick, then, they have him. This is DraftKings. His over-under is .25, a quarter. So it's he's either going to get a half or more or none. They got him having none. Oh, so they, yeah. so they think that – His over-under is – They think that Graham's going to eat because they're going to be doing everything to take a Hassan Reddick away. I guess so, but that's what they're setting it at. Are you figuring he'll get at least a half sack in this game or more? Yeah, listen, it's hard to sack Mahomes, man. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say he'll get more than that. Yes. Okay. Well, remember they, they, I mean, they had what they have seventy on the season. I mean, they were incredible this year. Yeah, they played a lot of bombs. So. <laughs> All right. Well, how about from the Chiefs side of the defense? Chris Jones, he's also at a quarter over under on the sacks. See, he I had think, seventeen and a half this year. Keep that in yeah, mind too. Yeah, but, but but he just got his first postseason sack yep. last last week. Right. Uh, I think he's gonna get a lot of pressure. I would say under because I just think I think that Frank Clark could get it because he's going to hey, all the attention is going to be on Chris Jones. Yeah, and they agree with you. So DraftKings has Frank Clark at again at three quarters, a point seven five over under. So it's either a half or less, or at least one full sack or more for Frank Clark. You going over under with him? Yeah, I'm going over. Over. Okay. All right. So that's that's what we'll do that. And then last but not least, let's just go points. They have Kansas City as the over under in points. This is DraftKings now. Kansas City at 24-and-a-half. Would you go over or under for Kansas City's offense scoring 24? Well, not Kansas City overall scoring 24-and-a-half. So is it 25 and more, or yeah, is it 24 yeah. or less? I think because I think they're going to have to get in a shootout. Even if they get down behind, they're going to get desperate. They're going to open it up, and then it's going to be a shootout. Okay. And then on the other side, how about this, though? They have the Eagles with a higher over-under, 26-and-a-half. So that means yeah, so, 27 so or more? Win. So they yeah. think they're going to win. Yeah, so are you going with the Eagles? You, you think there's going to be a shootout, so I'm guessing you'll take the over, but 26.5 means they're getting 27 points on, on the Chiefs. If that if that's the case, if we're over on both of these, this is going to be a fun game. I mean, that's, that, I, mean I think we can, we can get a Philadelphia slash uh, um, Patriots type of game. You know okay, I mean? yeah. It's like, you know, it's kitchen sink, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Andy got some 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 wrinkles. You know, they no all have some wrinkles off of their stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going over. You're going over on that one as well. Okay. So if you were, we're gonna pick score and everything else later on in the show. But you're you're definitely feeling like you said that this is gonna be in the 30s for both teams. No, I think it's gonna be like 28, 31. Mm. 28. Th- well, come down to a 31, field goal 28 by, by Bucker. Butker, yes. Yeah. Well, they. You know, that's the other thing of the uh, the kicking game for both teams is obviously pretty good. Carl Sheffers is the referee. His crew 
a lot of betters are also keeping an eye on this as well because he's thrown his crew this season has thrown the fourth most flags this season. But over the last two years, they are the most flag happy crew. So that could be a factor in this thing as well. And right off the you have a game where you could see a lot of flags right after Roger Goodell says that the officiating <laughs> has never been better. Right? Could you like the last thing you want in a Super Bowl? is to have the officials be be a part of the story. No one wants that. And we all know what happened. I mean, Cincinnati's still reeling about the the, the non-call and then calls that have that led to them losing. The Chiefs don't like him either because they have some bad history with him. So in their loss to the Patriots, he was uh, Jefferson and his crew called 11 penalties against the Chiefs, only 4 against the Bucks. Now, it's not favoritism, it's just the way the game went. But they already kind of like uncomfortable having him in a Super Bowl as only a couple of years ago they were on the wrong side of some calls in that game. So, again, I, I, the you know the betting public is looking at all these things when it comes to the Super Bowl because so many people get involved in it. The props are fun, but this is one thing you do have to watch is the officiating and the trends of the officiating and how it works. And if one team already has some issues. I think it was um, Travis Kelsey who called him referee number 51 and said he should never referee a, a, a playoff game because this was against the Steelers a bunch of years ago in the divisional round where he called a, a critical holding penalty uh, on a two-point conversion that cost them the game. And he said he shouldn't even be allowed to work at a footlocker. You remember that quote? Yeah. And then and so he got fined by the league for saying all that stuff. But, you know, so already there's like a little bit of relationship here between Sheffers and the Chiefs. And we'll see. You never know. We'll just see if there's some kind of something that happens during the game, and you right away go, "Oh, here we go." I wonder what the people. I wonder what the people's think. What do you mean? What do you want I, the people I wonder, to think? I wonder. What, I want the people who, who they rooting for. First of all, who they rooting for? Do we they, have to uh, pick a team? That, no one in New York should be rooting for the Eagles. No one. <laughs> Is there anyone in New York that is rooting for the Eagles? And you can't. Well, if you're an Eagles fan, it's a different story. 800-919-3776. Because we gave a lot of crap to the Empire State Building about lighting up in green and celebrating the Eagles. If they win this damn game, that stupid building's going to be lit up again, right? It's going to be lit up again yeah. in green. So is there anyone in New York that is not an Eagles fan that is like, yeah, I'm rooting for the Eagles? And if you are, I'm, I'm explain for our, yourself. I'm, I'm rooting for our division. Oh, man. <laughs> they got the Michael oh, you do, Parsons. You do that Michael Parsons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm curious to see, is there anyone – that is not an Eagles fan. If you tell me you're an Eagles fan, you don't count. You're disqualified. But if you are rooting for the Eagles and you live in New York, I need to know why. 800-919-3776. We'll get the call stacked, racked, ready to go. That was Lunch Money. It's all presented by Goslings. Want a reason to escape to Florida this winter? Our friends at Gosling's Rum are the official rum of the Honda Classic PGA Tournament. They're giving away an amazing golf experience to one lucky winner. Go to goslingsgiveaway.com to learn more. The contest is open to U.S. residents 21 and over. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited for official rules. Visit goslingsgiveaway.com. All right, so coming up, so we'll have Sauce Gardner top of the hour. We'll talk with him. We'll get back into the football stuff there. But coming up, Bart, let's just put a bow on the on the trade deadline yesterday, the NBA. We took it all the way to the, to the final minute with you yesterday. And, you know, there were some deals made. It was a busy day, no doubt about it. Now the dust has settled. What does it all mean? The Knicks play the Sixers tonight in another matchup with Philly. This will be a good game tonight. The Nets, by the way, the new-look Nets last night actually looked pretty good. 
They actually yeah. look pretty good. What I tell you, it, it and didn't... Sean Marks spoke finally about all the things and the reasons why he had to do what he did in breaking up that team. You'll hear from Sean Marks. I got to also let Bart know about Bol Bol and what happened last night with him. Man, what do you mean? Oh man! No, 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 no! You're you're gonna you're gonna like it. Okay, you're gonna like it. Good story out of Orlando. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Doss Gardner, the uh, newly minted Defensive Player of the Year for the rookies in the NFL, will join us also as well in the next hour, so you want to certainly stay with us. But we got you, and Bart asked the question, and we're really curious about this because we made a big deal about the Empire State Building lighting up in green to celebrate the Eagles here in New York. What are we doing to celebrate the Eagles winning the NFC Championship? And so everybody got upset about that. So Bart's like, who, all right, so who's rooting for the Eagles? Because we all have that rooting interest, you know, as we're watching the Super Bowl. You need somebody to root for. And so I want to know, if you're living in New York and you're not an Eagles fan, are you rooting for the Eagles. Let's begin with Rich and Sleepy Hollow. Rich. Gentlemen, how are you? Good. Yeah, no, um, I'm rooting for the Eagles. Uh, I'm a Bills fan, so I just can't root for the Kansas uh. City Chiefs. <laughs> I, do we respect that, Bart? I think I we do. respect that. I do. I All do. right, we respect that. Rich, That's a, that I'll give you. I respect that. Bills fan, no way you could root for the Chiefs in this game. <laughs> the last thing you want to do home. is see them win another one. Right, because they sent your ass home. Uh, Anthony and Massapequa. Hey, how's it going? I am a huge Jets fan and uh, love Bart Scott, but I got a bunch of friends, Jen Bon Giovanni, who's a huge Eagles fan down in Woolwich Township, New Jersey. So I'm all in for the Eagles. And if the Eagles win, they'll light the Empire State building up Jet Green. J-E-T-S, Jet, Jet, Jet. <laughs> You sure that's not? Is it Emerald? Is it Forest? It doesn't matter. It's green. We're going to say it's Jets. All right, Anthony. I get it. So you have a friend, so you're doing it for him. Megan in Stony Brook. Megan. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, So I'm rooting for them because I don't want to hear Brittany Mahomes on her Instagram 
talk and yell and or any nonsense like that. And I'm sick of seeing the Chiefs in there. They're in there every year. It's boring. They're like the new Patriots. Nobody wants to see that. And Jason Mahomes is the better. Uh, sorry, Jason Kelsey is the better partner. <laughs> so, you, but you, you do. Know but I love that, that the she's Eagles blaming the wife. Five years ago, though, right? So they both in five years got the one wife title. I love it. Megan, Is this is all about just straight up. This is petty. This is I, I can't stand yeah. her. I don't want to see her on Instagram <laughs> celebrating. So, I, I love it. Megan is basically just turning it, turning it against her. Like, I don't want to see you on your Instagram celebrating again. You're annoying, so I'm rooting against you because of you. So that's <laughs> it. The Chiefs lost a fan because of Brittany Mahomes. I got to love it. John and North Bergen, who are you rooting for? How you doing, boys? All right. You guys are cool, man. I love your show. Anyway, um, I'm a diehard Giants fan since I was nine years old. And um, I'm five minutes from the city. So I'm rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs because, I mean, uh, home team. New York is home team. So I was mad also because of the Empire State Building. Mm -hmm. But I have friends, and I question it also. Like, the key word is loyalty. Like, you're not loyal to your team. And yeah. you know what their answer is? They say, oh, I fought, I like the player, not the team. So that's not loyalty, is it? I hate that. You have to reconsider even being their friend. If that's they just, what I'm saying. They, they unloyal. Like, how do you trust them? <laughs> right? Think do, about it, do John. Do you... How do you trust them? Oh, oh, I'd rather the player than the team. Like, oh, oh that's what we're doing. So but you're that's just going to not loyalty, is it? No. That, that, they, they're front runners. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm saying. So if things are going bad for you in your life, how quick are they going to just drop you? Because they're Judas. Tell me this, John. Like, listen, like as a regular fan, me as a fan, I'm a regular fan. That's what I'm saying. You know, I don't just like root for the person I want to lose to lose. Like, how do you want them to lose? Do you want Jalen Hurts to have like a horrible game so the narrative around him is crazy and they don't know if they got a quarterback? I like, I just want to, if I want my team to lose, I want them to lose. If I'm a Giants fan, yes. Chaos. I want Mahomes. I want them to run all over the Eagles. I just want them to lose bad. That's all. I, they're a rival. The most also, I question Dallas <laughs> Cowboys fans also as well. But oh, you know, you hear I this? want the Eagles to Michael lose bad. Tell you what, John, thanks for the call. Tell you what, how about this tweet I got? We, we got Bart. Most punchable faces, Nick Sirianni. <laughs> Mike P. He says, Dallas fan here, rooted for both the Giants and Eagles in the Patriots Super Bowls. I know a ton of other people who did the same. What? Who is this, Michael Parsons' cousin? Mike P. Yeah. On Twitter. He That's tweeted us. No, no, Mike I hear P. you. Michael Parsons said the brotherhood. The brotherhood. Like, I love what you just said there. Because, Bart, I agree. If, I was a, if I'm a Giants fan, a Cowboys fan, you know, Washington, I am looking at this game and I'm thinking to myself, the best scenario for me is if not only do the Eagles get smacked, but Hurts looks bad while doing it. So now the Eagles start wondering, wait a minute. Are we sure we have the guy? Like, yeah. you want to have it to be complete chaos yes. when the game, like Sirianni, people question his decision making. Does he do something stupid? And then they don't give him a great, like, um, extension or something. Like, and then he get upset because he want a bigger extension. Like, no. Oh, man. tell me about it. Like, that's got to be, that's got to be to me. That, that, that has to be the best way to go. All right, 800-919-3776. We got more calls coming on this. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll keep this conversation. It, it got a lot to do with how I grew up. I did not up, mean to hit that. Area I did that not mean to hit that. My bad. I did want to play something, though. though? Well, I know. But I did want to play this. I'm just trying to get over to this part of the page. 
Um, because all right, so we have the Knicks tonight. They, after the trade deadline, the dust has settled. The Nets played last night and they played well, and, and the Bulls looked terrible, and the Bulls <laughs> didn't do anything either. But the Nets, with their new look, looked really good, and they I ended up they beating would. the Bulls. And you're right. Now they're going to be a tough competitive team, and they didn't even have all their pieces yet. They're deep. The Knicks played tonight against the Sixers. This is going to be a very interesting, a very interesting game to watch. I don't know yet if Josh Hart will play, but he certainly is with the team. Um, Bol Bol last night went for 17, and Orlando, which I told you don't sleep on this team, Orlando beat the Denver Nuggets. Outplayed them, outworked them, out everything them. But you, and you Bol Bol went off. Was, you know that was personal for Bol Bol. You know yes, that it was. yes, it was. Yes, it was. Now surprising that the Bucks lost. The Bucks won. Well, they won. The Bucks beat the Lakers. Yeah, they but, came oh, back. Well, LeBron didn't play. Because of his sore ankle, no, I, but I, mean, I watched it before beginning to have. I thought they won. Oh, okay. Le, Le, LeBron loved to celebrate himself. So LeBron <laughs> was center court last night, once again addressing the staples of or whatever it's crypto crap. Man, like 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 he loves him some him. I mean, he loves him That's some why. him. You, you, you can't even give him the love because he's too busy loving himself. <laughs> like, damn, can we do something for you? <laughs> nah, man, I'm gonna do this for me. And apparently, TMZ said that he had a party yesterday as well celebrating himself and he brought two goats with him like actual yeah. goats yeah see he he been hanging around um kevin hart and um and, and chris rock remember they had that and he mm. gave chris rock a goat whatever uh sean marks on the net situation now he addressed the media and talked about you know obviously the moves that he had to make to pull the plug on the kd Kyrie era was asked if that era was a fail. I think it would be easy to look in from the outside, and you know, honestly, I look at it from internally and say, "Wow, it didn't work." Like, let's let's be honest there. Um, you know, we did not reach the full potential of, of where we thought uh, we could get to our, our hopes and, and honestly beliefs. That, but but again, I look back and we've done a, a lot of thinking and you know, soul searching on this, and we say, "Well, you know, we did everything we possibly could, you know, to maximize this organization's potential to have ourselves in the conversation for a championship." And and that's all we've done. And we've shown that we've built this team up twice. I don't need to go back to what it was, but, you know, built it up twice and, be, you know, and have a team that I think we could look back and say, hey, look, they have a chance. Yeah, look, it's better to have loved and lost to have never loved at all. That's the message here. But I, I kind of like what they look like right now, but they obviously are now going to be in the hunt for their next star, and we'll see if they can get it done. Do they get a big man, the Detman? Do they go get Detman? I, I don't They're going to need some – yeah, they're going to need something like that. a big man. Detman, yeah. Detman's yeah. all right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where they go. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.